Welcome, everyone. You're now listening to the Say It With Your Chest podcast. And I'm your host, Mr. Lightskin Key Sweat. And we back. Brand new episode. I know it's been a while. But I've been busy. But I've also been protecting my peace. I've also been very observant out here. I wanted to go quiet. You know, my mom always said, you can't hear nothing if you're always talking. I be trying to tell you, well, I already know what you're going to say. Because you say it all the time. And you're wrong all the time. But I took the similar approach and I applied it to my social media. I stopped posting for a while. You know, I was trying to see if I could break some bad habits. I was trying to see if I could learn from previous mistakes. You know, I, I see some things that start to bother me. You know, you... You tend to feel like social media real when it really isn't. See, right now I got this big hate relationship, not love hate, big hate relationship with social media. I wish social media never existed. I wish it was never invented. You know, it's crazy how things that have a positive purpose, that if it's given to the wrong people, if is if it allows too much freedom and flexibility for the wrong direction for the wrong things it might not go like you want it to go and see what we didn't really know is that we're a lot more visual people you know we're not reading no more like talking about like you know you get some people read some books here and there but you know you tend to see that when you get out of school you're not forced to have to read, whether it's for work. You're not reading. You know, you might read the magazines, might read a few articles. But I know for myself, the only reading I do is at work. The rest of the stuff I'm reading is, is clips. I rather visually watch and listen. You know, I'll, I'll do some audio books. But, you know, the reading is just not something that interests me, you know, but it doesn't matter how you get the information as long as you're getting it. And I learned that, but you get caught up in some of the things you get caught up in watching and minding other people's business. And you, you get caught up in wanting to know what's going on out there. And, you know, I see everybody post about happy birthday to the Obamas and congratulations on your anniversary. I'm like, y'all know them. You know, it's crazy how we care a lot about people we don't know. We care about what they're doing good. We care about what they're not doing good. We care about who they're dating. We care about when they're not dating no more. We're so far in other people's business that a lot of times you see people not handling their own business. They're looking for the distraction. They're looking to occupy their time, and then now they have an excuse as to, why they couldn't do some things for themselves because now it's not enough time. You know, so I was taking a step back and I thought it was real helpful, but in doing so, it made me not like it as much as I used to. I used to post all the time. And now I'm just seeing so many people that don't know the people they're talking about, talking about. And I keep saying to myself, this can't be me. 
because I don't know how to respond back to that in the proper manner. God's still working on me. I still be in church. I'm still there. I'm still prayerful. I'm just trying to continuously work on myself. One, what I've learned as a father is that you have to teach through your actions. You know, me and my mom, we'll disagree on that sometimes, you know. My mom come from the philosophy of do as I say, not as I do. And although I think that does work, I do think that you need to listen to the parents or to the adults that's around you or who are contributing to your life in a positive manner. However, I think the way younger kids learn faster, better, and in a way where it requires you to not have to do as much work. Maybe in a way that it requires you to not have to say so much as if you just lead by example. So I know I've been trying to do that a lot these last couple of years. It's really just let my daughter see me in action. Either see me checking people in person. I let her know I don't tolerate from anyone. Anything I don't want to tolerate. And she knows that. I want her to know, especially as a young woman, a young black woman, that she don't have to tolerate nothing she don't want to tolerate. Talking back in a respectful manner is okay. Just because you're standing up for yourself or you strong in your principles or in your standards, in your beliefs, you can speak. You know, and I used to not be like that. I used to be one of the parents who I kind of sheltered my kid. I tried to shelter a lot of things from my kid. And I think it helps. I think you have to do some protecting that way too, you know. It's hard. Being a parent is not easy. And it's not one way to do it. You know, everybody can do what they feel like they need to do for them and for theirs. However, I do believe that you have to pay attention to the results. I think you have to see if it's working or not. Now, I don't see a lot of parents, you know, always caring about the results of their actions as much as how comfortable they are with their actions. Because a lot of people don't want to do anything if it make them uncomfortable. And you learn that. People don't want to have uncomfortable conversations. They say they don't want to smoke. I say, hey, I want to smoke. What's up? And the smoke is just conversation unless you want more than that. Because I could be with that too, potentially, depending on what it is and if it's worth my time. You know, you got to realize a lot of y'all be giving time to people and things that don't deserve it, don't generate no money. You know, and that was what I was looking at at social media for myself, personally. Trying to see how has this been helpful for me, for real, for real. Of course, it's not supposed to be all the way helpful. It's not supposed to be providing me all the tools I need. However, I have to be able to control it so that it does not take up too much more of my time than it's needed. You know, I tell myself all the time, I don't want to be the parent who just come home and go to work and then have to be a parent. And that's my life. Then I'm living for my kid and I don't want to live like that. I try to encourage parents not to be like that. You need to make time for yourself. You got to stop getting so lost in 
your responsibility to the point that is overtaking you. You don't even know who you are. Again, we got to be breaking these bad habits that maybe we've came from, from a foundational upbringing. You know, I tell my mom, I'm never mad at my upbringing. I'm very happy at how things turned out. I, I was a happy kid. I, I had a lot of things, a lot of opportunities came about. My mom did a lot of that, you know. She made sure, and I appreciated that. But in that, like I tell her, don't mean some mistakes weren't made. Don't mean when you went right, maybe next time you, you might won't go left. And I think that's how you teach. And that's what I try to talk to her about how I'm raising mine when she want to kind of provide her input, her unsolicited advice at times, which I, I don't, I'm okay with, you know, I give unsolicited advice. If you know me, you know, it's a couple friends that's not talking to me now because I give unsolicited advice at times, you know, and I get that and I'm cool with that a little bit, I guess. You know, and that's what you learn. You got to be cool with your standards first. Because not everybody going to understand. Not everybody going to be in the place to understand, you know. Sometimes when people want to blame you for something, it doesn't mean you really did something. You know, sometimes people just upset. Sometimes people going through things somewhere else. And everybody don't know how to direct that energy. Even for myself, I try to be in control, but I'm not perfect. I always try to tell myself if I'm, if I'm frustrated somewhere in my life, I don't want to bring that over to my daughter. I don't want to be more mad to her about something that doesn't have to do with her. Even in dating, being in relationships, you need to be able to not always put that burden on the person you're dating. It's not always their responsibility to control your emotions or to have to deal with your emotions when they didn't help contribute to the effects. Sometimes you got to leave that drama at work. Sometimes your family need to be over there and not that drama come to the other family. You get what I'm saying? You got to be able to separate some things in order to better process some things, in order to better move forward. Because a lot of y'all looking in the rearview mirror, watching what's going on behind you, and that's why you're not moving forward as gracefully as you would like, because you're not as focused on what's in front of you. You're still caring about what was behind. You know, everybody don't need closure. Everybody don't need forgiveness. Sometimes you just need to forget and move on. Appreciate the good. Learn from maybe what you didn't like. Learn about what you didn't do right as well. See, nobody looking in the mirror again. Every episode going to have some accountability conversation in it. I'm just going to give you what it is. Just because that's what it's supposed to be. And you see a lot of people don't have it. A lot of people not being honest with themselves, you know. Hey, Mr. President, bro, what you doing? You showing your hand, you know, you really telling on yourself a little bit in terms of how you've been rocking with the people who got you there. So I'm just giving a little PSA, a little light disclaimer real quick. I just want to vent to you real quick, real quick. I know you ain't going to hear, but if you did, I just want to talk to you. I want you to know that 
we're not liking what we're seeing, bro. <laughs> like Bailey say, bro, we're not liking what you're seeing. We see how you're trying to play with us a little bit. You won't try to forgive all these crimes for marijuana possession, but then say you're going to put it in the hands of the governors who already don't agree with you. How that work? How you really doing something, bro? But the governors who object to it, they also have the highest numbers for those individuals who in jail for these crimes. So are you really doing anything? Because if you really wanted to do something, just say they need to come out and make them come out. Like, we need to change some of that, Joe. You, you trying to fool me. I don't know if you're fooling everybody else, but you're definitely trying to fool me and it ain't working, bro. Because I read the fine print and it don't look like too many people really getting out, bro. I don't really know. Then you say a while back, I know it's been a minute, so we're going to catch up on a couple of things, but we're going to make it brief. Bro, you won't do the student loan forgiveness. You finally won't do it. You said you didn't want to do it. You ran on the platform. Let's start with that. You ran on the platform. Then you got in and said, oh, no, I changed my mind. Ah, now y'all going to have to wait. Now it's getting crunch time for midterm elections. You get nervous. You don't think you could win. I get that. You don't look like you could win, bro. You just don't. I think after you fell off that bike that one time, I don't know what it did, but it didn't do the right thing. And you didn't have the right people around you to support you, I guess. I don't know. Because your VP... I don't know what she doing, bro. I don't see her doing nothing. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Well, you know, and I was on your side because I, I don't want to be on the other side, really. I mean, I don't really want to be on both, but you got to pick a side. Now I tell my mom all the time, can't be neutral all your life, y'all. <laughs> You're going to have to pick a side one day. You're going to have to say, I, I'm rocking with this group. I'm rocking with that person. You know, I always make anybody who I know, let me know if you're rocking with me or you're rocking with everybody. Because if you're rocking with everybody, you, you can't be rocking with me. Because I ain't rocking with everybody. I'm rocking with select individuals. People who only support me. Only generating things that'll be beneficial for me and mine. You know, and what you're doing right now is not looking the best. You know, you got us out here still having to deal with the crime. The unjust crime on black folks. Black and brown folk. You know, we're not doing anything about that. You're playing with the student loan forgiveness. You got all these extra restrictions. You finally released something, but you got all these restrictions. And now nah, the people who could qualify, can't qualify. I mean, I would have made this very simple, bro. If you spent a lot of money, I'm going to take it away. Like... But you had to go to some quality schools. It had to be beneficial. Hey, you could have started with just black and brown folk. That would have made us feel good. You know, you would have did something there. You know, but see, you don't want to really give us nothing and say it's for us. You're trying to make everything so inclusive because you think that's how it's supposed to be. But you're not seeing them other groups been already being included more than us. So it's our time, bro. It's our time. And we thought Obama was going to do it. I ain't going to hold you. I thought he was going to do it. Are y'all still saying happy birthday? You know, I, I, I just wish, you know, a little bit more. That's it. But 
He was black. All right. They got a nice family. All right. I don't know about all that. See, y'all keep caring about something you don't know nothing about. Y'all got to mind your business a little bit more, and then you can focus only on what need to be focused on. Y'all fell in love with the president, and then you ain't you let him get away with all kind of things. And mm, y'all fell in love with the president, but then y'all let him get away with a lot. Y'all let him get away with not doing as much as he probably could have or should have. So then we get Joe and we asking him for all the kind of things he, because that's what he he said he was going to do. Okay, you're right. But he ain't doing that either. You know, and it's like, we better not go back to no Trump. We cannot go back to Trump. I hope everyone get out early to do these votings. We cannot lose the House and the Senate. And we cannot lose the election like we just can't in georgia stacy abrams need to win it's just not a question in north carolina the black woman over there she need to win it's close i think she also running for the senate she need to win hey look i've been preaching to, to the kid crazy i took her one day to go see woman is king I came up with the idea. She didn't say she wanted to see it. Again, in your parenting, are you teaching? Or are you just letting your kid dictate stuff? My kid be trying to dictate stuff. I'll be telling her no. I'd be like, mm, we'll see. We'll talk about it. Let's, you know, let's consider it. Let's talk. Let's figure it out. Should we? Should we not? But me, I'm trying to teach. And sometimes in teaching is in the environment you put your kid in. Sometimes it's not you having to do all the teaching. Sometimes it's just Put them in a place where it's going to be successful for them. Put them in the great environments for them. Even though they might not want to go. But this was a movie. So my kid don't mind watching movies. We watch movies all the time. We watch TV all the time. Together, again, not just solo, but we do things together. So I'm watching Woman is King with her. And after the movie, you know, it was a good little movie. And I'm like, hey. See, hey, women could do anything. Put your mind to it. You see what they was doing in the movie? So now since the movie, every chance I get, I'm woman is king. Just because, you know, I'm a girl dad. You know, in the world we live in, it's not always championing the women like they should. Now, I think the BET Awards will champion the women a little too much, but, hey, it's not my business. Again, mind my business. You know, you see... The reason I don't want to be on social media is because everybody thinks they can say something. And when they're saying something, they're not trying to say nothing positive. They're not trying to say something in a way that is feedback, but in a little bit more of a positive way. And the sad part about it, what's even more sad about it is that it be your own people. It be your own people who be the loudest voice against you. You know, and I'm just like, hey, y'all, we we got other people looking. We got other people not looking like us who could see what's going on. They can, they can hear this conversation, y'all. What y'all doing? What we doing? You know, why are we arguing in public like that? It don't look good. It's dividing us more, but then we doing it to ourselves. You know, we so upset when someone else do it. But we're not as upset when we're doing it to each other. 
Because we all doing it. You know, so since that movie, I must admit, I really been on my black power kick lately. I don't know what it is. I think it's with the drama I'm going through at work a little bit, and I'm having to fight back a little bit on on a, just a little light issue, a disagreement that I'm having with, with my job. I didn't like something they did, and I'm elevating because I can, and I'm right. Now, hopefully, I, I can prove myself adequate enough, but I disagree, you know, and I had to tell my coworker one day, I was like, hey, we got to stop just taking whatever somebody want to give us. We got to stop just letting anybody do to us whatever they want to do to us if we don't deserve it. You know, it's okay to speak up for yourself, you know, again, especially to, you know, the younger generation. Y'all got to figure out a, a better way to communicate with people, you know. Now, again, maybe you saw that at home, and that's why. Maybe your parents do it like that, you know. But there's a different kind of way we can talk and still stand up for ourselves without all that arguing, yelling, screaming, getting out of character. Because now you're going to be judged. Now, you know, you're going to be always looked at as the person who did something to, you know, and that's the thing about it. You want to make sure that you're as clean as you can be so that when you're finally speaking up for yourself, you don't have any baggage carrying around with you. When I went and elevated my complaint at work, I do think some racism is, is involved, the smidge. But I think racism is involved in everything. I just think it's everywhere. You know, people want you to do the work, but don't want to pay you. You know, they want you to spend money at their establishments, but they don't want to treat you nice. You know, it's like, why are we still doing it like that? Why haven't we broken all of these generational curses that we've had for so long? Why haven't we come, why haven't we came together yet as people, as black people? I ain't talking about the world. Because see, we care so much about the world coming together and we ain't even together yet. You got to be already unified first before you want to bring in more people. And we ain't doing that like that. You know, so I've really been on my, my racism exists still in 2022. Some of that is due to the TV watching. And I ain't talking about these movies. I'm talking about the real TV watching. Like I said, I keep telling you what the president doing and not doing. Now all of a sudden he won't come back to us and give us a couple of things that he think we want so that we could do something for him, you know. We sitting here and trying to tell him that, bro, we still waiting on the stuff you promised us the first time. We're not about to come out again, you know, but that's the sad part, you know, I feel is that when we disagree at, you know, this, this just our issue as black folk, I'm sorry. When we don't agree, we rather do nothing. And that's not the answer, y'all. We rather run and hide. We rather just be quiet and let it just happen and just do our own thing. And it's like, 
No, you got to still keep doing. You can critique Kanye as much as you want. You could be mad at everything he doing. I don't like it. But like I tell people, if a black person is on the ticket and you're black, you, you polish your vote phone. You know, and I get it. You're not going to like some things that they did. And I know their name might be Kanye. But I'm going to vote for your boy. I ain't going to hold you because I'm not about to vote for Biden again. And I'm not about to vote for Trump. So you telling me Kanye worse than Biden and Trump is what you're telling me. Oh, you're going to say, oh, they'll find somebody else. But if they not black or brown, what you going to do? See, that's the question you need to ask yourself. Because everybody won't be fair. Black folk won't be fair. But we don't have that exception to the rule for our people like a lot of other people do. They support their own. See, we don't support our own like we supposed to. Again, we see it all the time. And we be mad about it all the time. But nothing changes. You know, yeah, you get this push for I support our black-owned businesses and let's do and you think it's doing something, but then it be crickets. You know, and you learn, it's like, man, it shouldn't be this hard to have to beg people who struggle in the same areas as you to support. If we supported ourselves, we wouldn't need no one else. We could have our own. You know, if we policed ourselves, we wouldn't need other people to police us. We wouldn't have to put it in the hands of the people who don't look like us, who don't want us to be successful in life, not as successful as maybe them. And that's what y'all not seeing. That's what, when I say y'all, of course, I mean majority. You know, I think at times, none of us are really seeing it for real, for real. You know, everything is about a dollar. You know, and if you don't have the dollars, you're not getting the treatment. It's like, well, if we kept some of the dollars in-house, if we employed each other, if we taught each other more, and you have people doing it. You have a lot of black and brown people trying to re-educate the community, showing the community how to invest, how to diversify, how to get in other areas that maybe they weren't knowledgeable in. You know. Me wanting to break the generational curse of having student loans has always been my main goal for my daughter. It's, it's always been my number one goal as a father. I remember telling her mom in the very beginning, I was like, hey, I got student loans. You got student loans. I don't want her to ever have student loans. Because I see no matter what your profession is, you come out and you already are in the hole because you owe these people some money. So if you're looking at it now and you're seeing the setup of it, you're seeing how hard it is to pay back, you see how long it's going to take to pay it back, you see how many people have it, you know, you got to one day say, hey, you know what? I got to start at home first. I want to make sure mine might not have to go through that. What things can we do early? Hopefully everyone who has a kid has started a college fund. I know you might have not had one. I know I didn't. But hopefully you breaking those bad traditions 
and you're helping your kids and the younger generation have a better start than maybe you had. Because you learn from some things, you know. You saw that mm, some other groups might have was doing that. Their people was a little more well off. See, I don't blame, again, my parents. I don't blame none of our parents because we didn't come for money. Everything we got, we worked for. So in working for everything, you might have had a slower start. You know, not being taught. We had to fight for our basic ranks. We still fighting for some basic ranks. You understand? So in that, you already got to know the playing field ain't ain't set up for you to be as successful unless you do some work. You know, and I've been looking and I'm like, hey, a little work, it'll pay off. You know, it just does. And that's what I've been preaching to mine. You know, she be wanting to quit sports all the time because she don't be wanting to do the work some of the times, you know. And I'm like, hey, but you said you wanted to go to college and my goal for you is to not have to pay. And we got some things that you're pretty good at. And it's generating some money. You know, Bailey be winning scholarship money all the time with bowling. You know, it's crazy how we weren't even allowed to know about some of these opportunities, you know. It's a lot of black and brown people don't know the, about the sport of bowling. It's just one of them things, you know, even if you look at tennis. Look at that. You know, Serena just retired. Uh, you know why though, right? We just I know woman's king still. Don't don't get it twisted. I'm not throwing no shade, but I mean we she only retired because she wasn't doing well, she wasn't winning, right? And I mean anybody who playing anything, if you keep playing and you're not doing too well, it might be saying something. Might be saying it's time. That's it. It just might be saying it's time. Federer said, hey, it's time. He wasn't winning. I get it. You know, phenomenal career. I think she is not just the greatest of all time female athlete. I think she is top five athlete of all time. Male or female. However, it don't change that she's been struggling. I think the emotions, I think being a parent has gotten to, you know, that's real. If you got a kid, you know, your kid put you through some things. It just, whether it's just you having to reteach yourself math and spelling and, and language arts just to be able to help them science projects and social studies projects. I'm like, I'm back in school, you know, so I understand parents. It's, it make you have to work It make you have to tighten up. Your kid's going to let you know where you're struggling at and let you know where your weaknesses are at. It just, it, that's just how it works. And as you keep getting older, I know I keep getting older. And when I bump my head, when I bump my foot, when I fall, everything don't heal back the same way as fast as it used to. I am learning that, oh, this is what getting a little older come with. So what that mean? I got to get back in shape and be back right. I was feeling a bone the other day and I thought something was wrong, you know, 
And I was told that, oh, no, nah, that's, that's, you're losing a little weight, bro. <laughs> and you're looking good, bro. <laughs> I said, well, 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 thank you. Thank thank very much. I appreciate that. Because I have been on it. But again, what's had me on it is, one, my kid inspired me to just make sure that I'm on point so that I could always be on point for her. One, I want to be here. Period. I want to be the oldest living person ever. Oldest active living person. I don't want to be the one who old and like y'all got to come visit me because I can't maneuver or something. I just lay in the bed all day. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I really want it like that. I want to still be able to be active. You know, there's a couple 80 year olds who still be bowling. And I'm like, see, that's what I'm talking about. I want to be right there around that age, you know, just not doing crazy things, but doing things, you know. I tell my mom, who's nowhere close to 80, I'm like, hey, bro. I want you to still be active. I want you to still be moving around. You know, and you learn as you get older, some of the things that older people don't like to share is that they be scared to stop working. They really, really do. Because if they don't know what's the next chapter, then why stop working? And I get that. You know, but that's why I always be preaching that you got to have a life. You got to keep a life. You got to keep a life outside of one, your spouse. <laughs> Better not just, hey, man, let me talk to y'all real quick. Hey, don't just only be hanging with your girl and then you can't hang with your fellas alone or you can't do nothing by yourself. You got to have you some hobbies. If you got some working out is cool. That's that's something a little bit. I'm talking about real hobbies, something that really catered to your, your real interests, not just the things she allowing you to do. Now, ladies, if you got a man who don't let you do some things, he controlling the budget too tight, he ain't opening it up for you to be able to do, you're in the wrong situation. Get out. You know, you can do some things. Again, woman is king. You know, which, again, to me, it just means that woman can be king. Okay? let's We're not going to get that. Man king, too, now. But woman can be king, too. She can run stuff, too. We can have a woman president if she's going to be better than the vice president we got. We can have somebody up there handling business. Somebody who really care about the peoples, who really going to look out, especially for those who have not been looked out for. See, we we only giving a little bit of love that way. We we giving the same love to everybody else who's been getting the love. Well, if they've been getting the love, we could take a little love away from them. I know they ain't going to be used to it, but they'll be all right. They probably got enough saved up love that they'll be okay for a little while. But see, what you realize is they're going to be mad that you getting love. They ain't going to care that they've been getting it forever and it was just them. They don't want you to get nothing. And that's what I've learned lately. You know, because some of that is just hate. People just hating on you for real, for real. And that's the problem in the world we live in because a lot of the hate is within our own community at first you know now who cares if slavery and all that tore us apart people got to stop caring about what why and just care about that it is what it is and that we need to do something different than what we've been doing you know and i know we're a little more selfish because we only want to Focus just on us. But how about you expand it to not just your household, maybe to some other relatives at least. 
maybe your little neighborhood at least. You know, just your little environment right around your area. I get it. Everybody not cut out to be no politician or want to go speak, you know, in front of big, large crowds and preach different messages and this and that. I get that. That's not for everybody. But my point is we could all do a little bit more. And if we all did a little bit more, then that's all we need. So I've been watching sports and encouraging my daughter not to give up. We've been watching softball. Sometimes I have her watch different games just to be inspired. You know, I got some plans to go to some local high school games just so she could see what that level looked like. You know, because you don't want to show the TV level outside of Little League series. I definitely had to watch some of those. But you want to show kids things that's a little more attainable at their level. You know, you don't want them to see, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer but they got 20 years before they could get there. Show them some things that they could maybe a, a, obtain early on. You know, Bailey hit the game winner in her softball game this past Saturday. All was amped up. How hype. How hype. She had a loaded count. She had two strikes, three balls. We already had two outs. The time had already expired. And she had hit a few foul balls. Like, you know, she didn't hit at all the first time at bat. She she was able to walk. You know, and that's what I always tell Bailey. Because, see, I practice. We work on it. She don't like that I be wanting to work on it. But I told her, I say, see, that's why. The little extra. Because in practice with the team, she getting some work in. But it's not necessarily always catered to just the areas she need to work on, you know. And so in that, I'm like, hey, I don't have a problem making my schedule available for whatever sport it is, whatever activity it is, anything to be able to help you out, to make sure you as successful as you need to be when your time comes. So she got up there and when I say she smacked that thing and I almost thought the girl was going to catch it, but then she smacked it over her head in the outfield like it was outfield. And I'm like, "Okay, kid. Yeah. You know, and got two girls home, and we won. The game was over. Like, she made it all the way to third, and that was it. I was like, ooh, I was amped. You know what I mean? You know, you got to champion your kid. You got to rock with your kid. You got to know they got real support, you know, and I know sometimes we only want to do the clapping and the cheering and stuff, but that real support come from that work at home. It come from that messaging and that preaching and that, that positive talk. That, that motivational talk you, you got to give your kids. These kids are emotional, let alone she's a girl, but kids in general are just emotional. They they got school. They got friends. That's all she be wanting to talk about, friends and the drama with dad. And, you know, cool, okay, cool, but don't get so caught up in that. You're going to meet a lot of friends in your life. If they in your life, cool. If they leave, cool. That just make more room for new people to come in. Don't get too caught up in that. Because when you go on to new levels, maybe you're going to have to lose some people because they're not at your level no more, bro. We ain't in the business of dragging people along. See, that's what I've learned early. 
I'm not dragging nobody with me. You either going to be with me because you with me because you can handle your own and you can contribute. Like you can pull your own weight. Or you going to get off the ship. Because the ship moving. And it ain't moving with nobody who only wants to ride. You know, and that's how I roll. Now the ship can move and operate just fine with one person. Just me. It going to go really well. However, I'm an inclusive type of ship. It could be Noah's Ark over here. But you got to be willing to do some work. And that's what I like about how I be teaching my kids some things. Is that although she pushed back all the time, although she don't ever really want to do the work or the extra. And it's crazy. We was at dinner the night before. And she was telling me that she had some chorus things coming up, some singing competitions, some singing activities at school. I was like, okay, cool. I don't see you be practicing or nothing, but I, I was like, all right. But she wanted to tell me that it was going to interfere with a softball practice. And I was like, uh, are we planning on doing something serious with this or something? Or what, what is this going to do? And I'm with, but then when we already compromising other things, then I don't know, you know. So I was just saying, okay, I could be with it as long as we, we, we can't make up a, a mispractice with the team. However, we can do a little extra work at home to make sure that our skill set is still staying sharp. That's all I was saying. Oh, she ain't like that at first because she don't be wanting to do the extra. However, that next day she hit that, that hit. You know, and I'm like, see, I told you, you could do it. You know, and I always tell her, believe in yourself, confidence. And I asked her in the car ride, I was like, hey, you know, what you were thinking about? She was like, coach said, either you hit and we win, or you don't hit and we lose. And that's what it was. <laughs> she was like, I got to get a hit, bro. I was like, yeah. You know what I mean? So I was, I was amped. I had a. You know, one of the other parents, I don't even be taking videos like that. I don't even be thinking about that. I'd be so into the game and stuff. I thought I hit the ball, you know what I mean? I jumped up. You know I mean, I almost ran some bases, you know. But I had another parent afterwards. He was like, oh, I took the video. I was like, word, send it to me. You know what I mean? So I could, not for me, I don't, but for her. Now, mind you, I might have watched this video like 20 times just because, like, it amps me up. It's only 20 seconds, but I've watched it 20 times. At least, you know, but I'd be so happy for my kids, you know, because I know she will quit tomorrow because I was telling myself, I was like, man, please go well, please go well, because if it don't, she mess around and don't even want to play a sport no more. You know what I mean? That's how emotional sometimes things can get, you know, and sometimes you just have a bad day. And that's when I say, hey, don't don't get so caught up like you can't make mistakes. And all of a sudden you won't quit when everything's not going well. Like you really good. Like you can do this, but you got to believe, you know. And you got to put in a little work. So the season been going good. We undefeated. We tied our first game, but we still undefeated. And we got about five more weeks before the tournament. And she's been doing her thing. Bowling been struggling. She's been struggling like my Saints been struggling, you know. But bowling's a long season, just like football's a long season. So jumping into football, we going to hoot at because we just won. We needed to win. It was at home. We don't care who we playing. We just need to win. 
we should have beat the Vikings. We should have beat Tampa Bay. Like, our record should be way better than what it is. I'm sorry. I know we got some injuries, a little banged up, but we we kind of nice, though. Like, don't sleep on us. But you know what? We ain't looking for more love. We cool. We love ourselves. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Saints fan base is crazy. We like ourselves a lot. We have great time. You know, and it's crazy. I went and watched the game Sunday. Maybe that's what I need to be doing because I went and watched the first game. We won. I went and watched the last game. We won. Hmm. Let me think about this. Interesting. Anyway, I'm watching the game, you know, and I got my little Saints outfit on. <laughs> I hit him with a little black and brown blazer. I was feeling myself. And so I was like, okay. Celebrating my team, you know, during the game. I'm, I'm in Atlanta, so everywhere I go, nothing but Falcon fans. It, it doesn't matter. But what I do, I'm very respectful. I don't be talking trash to people unless they won't talk trash to me. And people be wanting to speak. And then all of a sudden they see that I got the Saints hat on. And they're like, oh, my bad. Never mind. I'm like, never mind. I'm like, look, man. First off, I don't come talking nothing about y'all. I promise y'all. I know y'all think it's a rivalry. Saints fans don't think nothing about the Falcon fans, ever. The only time growing up Saints fans ever thought about Falcon fans was they wanted to take a trip to Atlanta because they like Atlanta. Again, ain't nothing about the Falcons. They just like the city. You know, they like, it's black. <laughs> New Orleans is black. So the black folk won't go where the black folk was at. And we turn Atlanta out We every year. Atlanta love when New Orleans come in town. They love our women. They love our food. They love our vibe. They love our energy. But out the blue. I start having a couple of Falcon fans don't want to talk a little trash to me. I said, bro, we not even talking to y'all. I said, first off, we beat y'all the first game. So what are y'all talking about? Like, y'all don't, y'all don't have to talk to us. Like, and I'm not trying to talk to you. I'm not even worried about you. See, I said, but y'all haters. And you know what they told me? They said, yep. I said, see, that's why y'all don't be winning. Cause y'all haters, y'all ain't got enough love in y'all heart. And why y'all be losing how y'all be losing. That's why it be so so much heartbreak in y'all losses. Because y'all a horrible fan base. Like, y'all don't have no love. Now, we love y'all. I mean, we don't care. We don't care. We be minding our business. But y'all don't love us back. And that's what hurts sometimes. You know, again, be your own people. Black, black people can't, you know. And even when we trying to show love, you see sometimes. It's still some hating. And it's like people don't really understand. You could tell people ain't been loved well. You know, they or they forgot. So it's been so long ago since they really been loved up on that they already be having that anger or that that negative energy already in their heart. They're already defensive. People already like easily triggered. And it's like, hold on, hold on. Nobody. Nobody doing none of that. It's okay. You know, worry about your team. We're going to worry about my team. And next time we play, we're going to beat y'all again. So have some love in your heart. Now, football in general, it's been a wild season so far. I know it's only been, you know, first five games, but it, it's been a wild season. 
lot of people winning, a lot of people losing, a lot of injuries. However, this is football. What are y'all talking about? I purposely chose not to play that sport as a kid because I saw how impactful that could be. I'm like, who like falling on the ground? You go outside right now and go fall in the grass about five times in a row, see if you like it. Just go see. I used to play a little flag here and there. Ain't feel the best. And I'm supposed them pads and them cleats and them helmets and all that. That's supposed to make me feel better about falling on the ground, diving on the ground. I be watching the sport. These these men, even in the college level, these young men and, and grown men, they be out here launching themselves. They be diving. I'm like, are y'all playing on some pillows or playing on some mattresses or something? Is the ground softer than what I think it is? Because it look hard. And the way everybody keep getting injured, it don't seem like it's healthy. But, like I said, it's not for me, but I'm going to mind my business. I'm not going to talk negative. You won't do it. That's for you. And I'm going to support that. Just like I'm going to support my team. But the se- season been up and down, all your good teams. You know, you got something that's winning, something that's not. You know, like them Cowboys. They winning. I'm going to show a little love. See, again, I got love in my heart. I used to live in Texas. I used to live in Dallas, and I ain't never rocked with the team. But I got a lot of friends who rock with the team, and I rock with them. So, you know what I mean? Now, I ain't going to publicly support the team or anything, but I can say, hey, I'm noticing your success. But in me noticing your success, I just want to say a couple of times that uh, hope is sustainable. Uh, and look like you got some – QB controversy going on over there coming up real soon. Dak looked like he he's scared. I'm just going to say, I know he's getting paid and all. You know, he cooled his check, but he's looking like he's getting scared. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and Cooper ain't doing too much, but he's doing enough. And what you might be seeing, but don't know again, the team might like him more than they like Dak. You know, again, it's a predominantly black team, so I don't know why they're not rallying around Dak like they rallying around Cooper, but it is what it is. But I think Dak getting a little nervous. So, hey, look, I keep doing whatever y'all doing or going to do. I don't know or care. We know this not going to go too too much further. You know, I don't believe um, – I'm going to put my money on the Eagles next week. I ain't going to hold you. You know, I got some Eagle fans, too. You know, it's just they're a little more nicer than y'all. I, I think that's what it is. I don't know. Because I like a lot of y'all players. I like, like I said, I got a lot of friends over there who rock with the Cowboys. But it's just, y'all just not the best fan base, bro. Like, y'all really, y'all, y'all, y'all just don't have enough love in your heart, I guess. That's what it is for me. You know, I want some humble fans. Some a little more humble fans. I come from a humble fan base, so I get it. And I know y'all didn't always have to be humble, but it's been over twenty plus years, bro. Like, can we be humble now? Because guess what? I don't think it's gonna work out to y'all finally. Finally, do that. But I want to shout out the Eagles. They undefeated. I think they're the only undefeated team still left. So I mean, hey, everybody kind of surprised by both of y'all. Same division, both of y'all, but good luck to y'all. Like I said, my fantasy is trash. My, my, luckily, I'm only playing in two leagues, but 
Oh, man, it's trash. People can't stay healthy. You know, and I like Miami, but then, you know, the tool situation. And I won't get into it real quick. Hey, hey, y'all, look, it's football. It's going to happen. And if you look even further, they weren't protecting him like they were protecting Tom Brady. And to me, that's a black and white thing a little bit. Now, grant you, two scrambles a little bit, but I, I don't care if you're going to protect quarterbacks if that's what they be trying to do. They should have some consistency no matter what the skin color is of the QB. And I think all the player, any player, you know, and their health should be taken a little more serious, I think. You know, so to be honest with you, I can see two not playing no more this season because he basically had two concussions back-to-back that was basically misdiagnosed. So good luck. So now who knows what Miami about to do. They need to go ahead and go get Kaepernick because then you just go ahead and lose your backup quarterback the very next game. How do I know? Because I started Teddy Bridgewater in fantasy, and he got hurt in the first quarter. So I basically lost that game in the first quarter. So it is what it is. I don't know what's going on outside of that. A lot of other teams are just figuring it out, and that's what I like about football. It's a long season. So don't get your hopes up too high, but also you don't have to get your hopes up too low. Anything can happen in sports. Again, that's what I tell my daughter. Stay focused. Stay positive. Don't let the negative overpower your positive. That's it. There's always going to be some negative, but don't let it. Don't let the negative win. You got to have a lot more belief in yourself and your ability in your team that things going to work yourself out. Just be patient a little bit, you know, and I think she's starting to see that. I think my Saints starting to see that, you know, and that's good enough for me. Now, in other football news, Brett Favre, dead wrong. But, like, did we think he wasn't capable of doing something like this? Did we think he cared more about the state of Mississippi than he did his own people or something like that? I've not seen anything positive he's really trying to do, so I'm not surprised. You just hate to see it done, you know, but see what it is is how they say that was done in the dark will come out, you know, eventually. The problem with it is you hear about it, and then you don't hear about it. Mm. And it's only like that for the people that don't look like us. Because mm. I ain't heard nothing. All media platforms, they had maybe a strong week of it. And then after that, it was then crickets. Nobody talking about it no more. You know, and that's how you can tell, like, the serious issues going on in the world. The ones really affecting people that look like you. Look like me. Look like our children. Mm. You know, they just saying something to say they did something and then make it go away. Then you don't never hear anything. It's sad. Again, you can tell that racism really exists in the world just by watching what's going on if you 
watching more than just the the drama. Hopefully y'all not just watching all the loving hip hops and the 90 day fiancés and the, and the, all these fake marriage shows and and all these dating show like hopefully y'all not just caught up in things that don't really have a lot of value hopefully y'all trying to watch some things that generate a little substance too because it's needed it's needed one for our own mental stability just to be able to have good things going on you know like you want to think positive you want to be positive right I heard Dion say recently after his little altercation with the other coach, again, another black coach. I guess he didn't like some things. He thought Dion did, you know. Dion said, I got receipts though, bro. I ain't did nothing. You know, we ain't even think about y'all. We just here to play football, you know. But I got receipts on some things y'all was doing. But then you had the audacity to not want to really shake my hand and, and embrace like black people should do, even if we can agree to disagree or if we play the sport and somebody got to win. I mean, I think Dion bringing a lot to the platform, to the conference, to the any HBCU, to football for black kids in general. You know, letting people know like, wow, we, we could do this differently. Again, breaking generational curses. And I know it's hard because it starts within ourselves. Got a lot of People think, oh, it's not going to be worthwhile for me to go to HBCU. Dion trying to debunk that myth. He trying to show that, hey, I can do some things. And it's something really good. I heard somebody say Heisman, but, you know, it'll be nice to even be in the consideration. That'll be nice. Now, I don't know what it'll take, you know, but you just hope that they could get a, a chance to get that type of limelight but they playing well and Dion, you know he was saying that it starts with confidence he was like you know i don't care what nobody think i'm already doing me i'm already knowing where i believe in my standards and and at the end of the day if i stand on my principles and my beliefs then i'm not worried and that's what you learn, that everybody not standing on the same. And that's why they're a little bit more worried than you. You know, they're going through a few more things, you know. But he also said, in something separate, old clip surfaced up where he was giving a speech at a conference. And in that, he said, you know, I want to let people know that Please don't allow my confidence to offend your insecurities. I say, ooh, I wish I knew how to say them things like he said that. Like, because I always be talking. And I know I repeat myself a lot because you always know the right way to say it. You know what I mean? He said that. He said something I say all the time in probably a, a thousand words. <laughs> that it might take me because I talk a lot, long-winded, it's cool. But he said this in less than 10, and I was like, mm. And his was more impactful. I said, I need to work on trying to be able to do some things like that, speak like that, straight to the point with mine. I got to get better at that. 
But I felt what he was saying because it's real. You know, I tend to go through some of those things myself because I do speak very confidently about a lot of things in my life, whether it be my belief or whether it be about being a father. I talk crazy behind those two things. God and Bailey, oh, I talk all day to anybody and I'm very confident. Borderline cocky and arrogant. I'm cool with that. Deion said he cool with it. Why can't I be? I'm cool with it too. However, you do see sometimes that people get bothered by how you present certain things and how he said it is is exactly what it is. You're triggering other people's insecurities. And that's the sad part about it. You're triggering the insecurities. They not happy about something. And now you, they see somebody over here extra happy talking shit. That's me. I be doing that sometimes. Not on purpose. I don't know what other people be doing. I be minding my business. You know, now if you want me in your business, I'm, I don't have a problem being in it. But if you ain't calling me, I'm not, call, I, you know, I don't know what, I don't know. And I don't really ask the questions that I probably, sh- you know, People want to come out and kind of throw something out there and then they want to see sometimes if you're going to say something back or if you're going to ask more. And I'm not. I I am okay with listening to whatever you want to give. And I'm okay with not asking more than what you want to give. I'm not nosy. Now, also, I've learned that, you know, people do that to you. Like, people really be asking you questions. And I guess I'd be so defensive because I don't be answering them. It could be as simple as just, oh, hey, what you been up to? And I was like, everything going good? I'm just not about to give you a play-by-play. Like, And I've learned that. Like, I, People don't mean you well enough for you to be giving your business out to them. Sorry. People not contributing to your life enough for me to be giving my story. Like, even if I'm not even really giving you none of the real big important pieces, I just feel like even if I'm giving you anything, I think sometimes it's more than I should be giving you. I don't know. But usually, in my fairness, I try to ask myself, okay, well, do they give me any of their business? Because I like to talk. I don't have a problem sharing my stuff because deep down, nobody pay these bills but me. So... Other people's opinions don't really have no weight on what I do. God, me, God, a little piece of bail and she ain't got that much weight either, but don't tell her. She probably already know though. But that's it. I'm rocking with me and him and I think about myself and what I'm trying to do. I try to hold myself accountable. I look in the mirror. See, everybody waiting to be critiqued by somebody else, waiting to be caught in the action, waiting to be caught slipping and then tighten up. Like I said, God be catching me all the time, bro. <laughs> he be bumping, I be bumping my head all the time. He be like, see, I told you not to do it like that. See, see, there you go trying to do more than what, what you're supposed to be doing, bro. I'm like, ah, my bad, dog. I apologize. Let me do better. See, you can't even apologize to God, let alone apologize to individuals. You know, there's a lot of people like that. Like, saying sorry is hard for people to do. I don't know why. 
I I say sorry even when I ain't sorry. <laughs> I do. I don't know. I don't be sorry. However, I don't want you to feel that way. I mean, I'm not sorry at what I did, but I mean, because I, I didn't mean to do anything. I asked God, did I do anything? He said I didn't, so why am I apologizing? However, it does not mean someone wasn't mad, even if they are the most sensitive or very emotional. Or they're just being defensive and deflecting. Sometimes it's that. Sometimes people ain't right with what they're saying. They're not being honest. And they're using you as a punching bag. Want to take out their things that you don't deserve, but taking it out on you. And sometimes I don't know, you know, how to respond to that. I don't know what do we do. It be your own people, you know. It be your own loved ones. It be people you were dating. It be the people you've allowed in your space. It be them who hurt you. And in your own reflection, you should see you a little too loose with who you're allowing in your space. You ain't got no standards for how you selecting these people. You know, you're just selecting out of convenience or selecting out of default. Default meaning, oh, we work together. We go to school together. We neighbor. Like, that don't mean nothing. I got family members I ain't talking to. You know what I mean? I love them, though. Love them all. But I just feel like in loving someone don't mean you got to talk to them, let alone talk to them every day. But if I run into somebody, it's going to be love. But it's not going to be love and doing all this catching up. It's just going to be love. And it's going to be, oh, what we here for? Are we here to drink and have a good time? Let's have a good time. We're going to act like there's never been a, a minute missed. You know, I can do that. You know, and it's genuine because I really do have love in my heart. But like sharing your business and your personal life to people should come with a little more restriction because you see what social media doing and they don't play fair. You got people who just saying stuff just to provoke you. Just to trick you, just to see how you going to respond, you know. And that's why I say, "Ooh, I don't I don't play like that. I don't even know how to. I won't come up. I won't come over to your house and I won't talk to you. I, I wanna, I wanna see you in person. I don't wanna do none of the phone talking. I wanna, I want some in-person communication. You know, my daughter sometimes wanna text me and she be upstairs in her room and I be downstairs. I'm like, hey, I'm coming to your room to respond, bro. <laughs> I don't wanna. I know technology cool, but we not gonna act like there's not a little bit lost sometimes in that. Technology has made things convenient, but technology has also made us lose connections, you know, made us lose relationships, made us not value relationships as much as we can, you know, and not just dating relationships, all relationships, just relationships with strangers, you know, I was hanging with my sister and this little event we went to. There was some, I guess, VIP tickets or something. We had guy with wristbands, and so we we get in there, and we never been. We didn't know where we was going or what it was. It was a free event, you know. They say free tequila. I, I was there, you know. And so you get there, and you know the host is like, "Hey, you know, y'all can sit in this area till twelve. 
um, because you got the wristband. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. Um, And the lady was like, oh, you know, I'm probably going to sit a few other people with you in the little area. I said, you know, and my sister was like, oh, nah, you know, I don't think we could find something else. I'm like, you know, I'm like, bro, you got to be a little more sociable sometimes. You know what I mean? But I get it, you know, too. Sometimes strangers ain't always, you know, what it's supposed to be. You know, you always got to have your guard up, but in having your guard up, in having standards, don't mean you're not supposed to try. You know, sometimes we only get hurt because we got loose standards. Like, that's what y'all not seeing. Everybody who got high standards ain't always getting hurt the same way. I don't get hurt that hard, you know. It take a lot for me to really get hurt. That's why it's so impactful for me because it's always somebody close to me because only them can even do it. So... You know, we still had a good time, and it was good vibe, and she loosened up. Again, she had a loose brother with her, you know what I mean, who knows how to break the ice and make everything be enjoyable, you know, and, you know, but also my guard is always up, you know. I'm always checking my surroundings. I'm always looking for the exit door. I'm always, because that's the world we live in. That's just where we at, y'all. I don't know if y'all not there, but I'm there, you know. I don't go every place. You know, in the world, I don't go to clubs no more. I don't like to go anywhere if they don't have crazy security, believe it or not. I like seeing the cops at the, at the establishment. You know, you don't want to have to see them, but if you're going somewhere and you know it's not going to be a whole bunch of old people, you should want to see some security. That's what I've learned. I'm looking for either an older crowd, because older people don't be on that. They going to the older crowd to avoid the drama, hopefully. I mean, you still might get some every now and again, but usually it's it's not as much. I'm looking for the areas that's not where the tourists be at. I don't go to the city. I live in Atlanta, but I don't live close to Atlanta, and I don't go to Atlanta. I like the outskirts. It's safer. You watch the news, there's more crime over there than it is over here, so I'm going to go where there's less crime. I don't know what to think. It's that easy for me. You know, but people are chasing other things sometimes. And sometimes when you're chasing things, you're looking for things, you're trying to go where it's popping, where it's popular. You won't see because it got buzz. You know, you won't be in the mix. You know, then when you're doing it like that, you're going to find some things. Some things going to find you too. And the way gas prices been fluctuating, you want convenience too, I thought. You want good parking, you know. And usually in popping spots, they they won't charge you a little valet. They won't try to have the expensive prices on the food menu if they serving food. Drinks ain't cheap no more. People always won't judge me. What kind of tequila you want? I want the cheapest. Give me the house. Ah, oh, you drink house? Yeah. Why not? Oh, oh, I'm supposed to buy that name. Now, I might have me about five on a good day. Maybe more. If I'm feeling right, if my team winning, if I'm in there with a good vibe, I might have me a couple. Now, how, I'm, how much you, you think that going to add up, especially in the recession we in right now? How much money that going to be? 
you know. And then if it's gonna be some, y'all can pay it. But dang, if I pay it the one time, let's say I give me a couple drinks. Let's say I give me a little appetizer. If I'm paying for name drinks, that might be a hundred dollar bill. Now, how many times you won't keep spending that hundred? Or you gonna eventually say, ah, oh, I could spend that a little different way next time, you know, doing something else. Or I could split that hundred up. And I give me three times out that hundred. See how I did that? And now I'm catering to my happiness because I might enjoy wanting to hang every now and again. Do a couple of things, socialize a little bit. Really, I just be needing to get away from my responsibilities, aka my kid. I be telling her, bro, show me some love back sometimes, you know. I don't like always feeling like I'm your little Uber driver or something. You know, of course, I make my daughter sit in the backseat. I, I still come from the, the tradition where, you know, kids ain't really supposed to sit in the front, I guess. I don't know. But I know she's sitting in the front in other people's cars, but like in mine, she got to sit in the back. And it just is what it is. I want that extra layer. And her daddy drive a little fast sometimes. Sometimes, not as much when she in the car, but sometimes. That's it. Legal, but sometimes. And I'm just like, I want just in case anything can happen. And I'm thinking of her. I would sit in the back too if I could, but because I'd be thinking about me too, but I, you know, I can't. Somebody got to drive. So I'm cool with us sitting back there. And the way she be falling asleep every time we get in the car, I mean, I'm trying to make sure she don't fall and, you know, go straight through the window. At least if she, I got to slam on brakes for any reason. She at least got that seat in front of her. So, you know, keep that in mind too, parent. You know, again, the smallest things. It'd be the smallest things that could be the, some of the most life-saving, some of the most protecting we can do for our kids. You know, it's not always spending all this money. You know, sometimes it's just, have you brought them to church lately? Or you're allowing them to interact at church? Or you just letting them be with you? I be seeing a lot of parents be dating their kids. And it's not just the women, it's men too. You know, a lot of men don't even want to act right a lot of times till they get kids. They don't even want to treat women right some of the time till they have a daughter. They can't, they don't even matter if they had a son. <laughs> but it's not till they have a daughter, then all of a sudden they want to start appreciating women. Now I will say, having a daughter as a man will make you appreciate a woman more it does just like i would think that it should do the same for moms who have boys that you should look at men a little differently i know y'all be trying to groom the men to be servants to women you know i get it you know be extra extra nice to women even though they might not necessarily deserve it all because they're a woman I, I i get that if that's what y'all doing i wish i wasn't doing that but you know, that's not going to help them. <laughs> that's going to hurt them in the long run. I hope y'all know that. You know, what we teaching these kids should be preparing them, you know, for what really goes on. Not protecting and hiding, really preparing, you know. And hopefully, the only way we really could help prepare them is if we work on it ourselves first. A lot of y'all won't teach something that y'all ain't taught y'all selves. I don't know how we gonna do that like that. That's working backwards. Y'all not ready to break them generational curses. See, that's what the older generation didn't do well. They didn't really kind of teach us all the hurdles that they went through as much. 
They really tried to protect us from this. They really wanted to try to, hey, I don't want y'all to go through that, so I'm trying to get y'all better. I want y'all to have better than I had, which is great. You do want that. That's one piece of being a parent, in my opinion. But the other piece is to be helping them understand what's going on out there, especially when you're not able to hold a hand. You know, my daughter always talk about things going on at school. You know, other kids and what they doing and they had a fight on the bus or they had some drama. And I always tell her, I say, please do not be the kid who watching the fight. You see some drama, just go the other way. Because you could get caught in the crossfire. You could be caught as a witness, which we're not trying to be a part of that. Or you could be caught in the scuffle. And you hope that is nothing more than just that. Because we're going to leave it right there. Because I was very happy. It took a long time. But I was very happy to see that. The whole police unit should have been fired, but was supposedly put on leave or suspended, which whatever. They should have been fired. Now, what that going to do, I don't know. I mean, people lost their lives, so losing your job is not really equivalent. And they were children, so... You should have had another sense of responsibility, especially when that's your job. But what you see is not everywhere, but a lot of places around the world that the people who your tax dollars are going to, who's supposed to be putting resources around you to protect you, to provide for you, it's a little more one-sided. They want to make it seem like is in bad areas. No, you've only given us this one area. And because we can't work together to be able to try to lift ourselves up faster than what we're doing, you're going to keep hindering us along the way. I get it, y'all. It ain't going to be easy. God ain't never said anything was going to be easy. Take work. You know, but you got to put him first and then you got to do some work. And... You know, it just seems like we just losing a lot of some of the good things we had, you know, community and activism and coming together as black and brown people and coming together as just regular family. You know, like I say, some of us family members can't even get along. You know, like I say, I love all my family. I just don't talk to them. Like I say, I think that's a, a little fine line right there. You just can't. Everybody not needing to be talked to all the time. I don't know. But I got to love my heart. Everybody. Even people not my family. I love them too. I tell a stranger right now, hey, love you. Maybe you ain't heard it today. Let me just let you know. Let me let y'all know right now. I love y'all. I do. I love each and every one of y'all. If y'all took the time out to listen. If y'all took the time out to ever support. Again, you know we got merch, but I mean, I don't know how many people really been buying. I ain't even been checking that to see. You got to order two here and there not too long ago. But like I said, I just appreciate, you know, you got to learn. You got to stop caring about the results as much. And you just got to believe in what you're doing and it'll work out. And that's what I was doing during this time. Trying to just refocus on myself, re classify some things just get back on point because you could get caught up in it you know you could get caught up in 
too much fun or too much not minding your business, worrying about other people's stuff. But let somebody come ask you, hey, how you doing with your finances? How you doing with your relationships? How you doing with your projects you was working on at home? How you was doing with, or you was going back to school, you trying to get an extra certification to help better yourself, your career? How that's looking? Let somebody ask you some real accountability questions and see what that's doing. You're in an industry where you can own your own business. You've been thinking about it. Well, what have you done? You know, but nobody won't do no extra. And a lot of times it's because we can't work together. Because a lot of times we think we got to do everything by ourselves. And for some, it's hard for people to reach out. It's hard for people to trust. And I don't know how you go about doing that, but I know you need to have some standards when you're doing it. I know you better not keep looking at just how much money it is or how somebody look or Better have your checklist and make sure people are fulfilling the checklist a little bit. Not not perfect for all you people who got too strict of a checklist but don't want nobody to check you. Mm. I know a lot of people, you know, they hard on a lot of people, but then you can't be hard on them. They can tell you all kinds of stuff. They can be mad at you, all that, but you can't be mad at them. Like, they don't do nothing. Everybody do something. That's why it's okay to say sorry. Because if you didn't mean to, then why is it so hard? You know, let's work on those things now. Now, moving from football, we're going to get in a little basketball. You see the Lakers back. We coming. And don't worry about preseason. Nobody care about preseason. Please, no, nobody care about preseason. All we care about is being healthy. That's it. And if we be healthy, then everything going to work itself out. Just know that. Now, y'all ain't got to like us. Y'all ain't got to want us on the team for all you Laker fans who don't like LeBron. I don't care. If you a Laker fan right now while LeBron, then you like LeBron. So pick a side or get off the ship. We cool. We don't want the hate. And look, that's what you learn. You don't want people who kind of like you. You want people who really like you. I tell people all the time. People say, oh, I want to be friends. Or, you know, we could be cool. But that ain't what I like. Sorry. I don't know how to do it like that. I like to give it all or none. And that's just how I roll. Cause then it's fake and phony. I don't know how to maneuver. I don't know how to give a piece of me and not all like I don't know how to do that. And I like things in return too. I won't feel the love back. And I won't be loved the way I won't be loved. See, that's another thing. People want you to love them the way they want to be loved. Women like love through gifts, through touch, through actions. Again, through gifts. And you got to cater to that as a guy. And men, I believe, for the most part, have accepted some of that. Not all of it, because a lot of it is too much, ladies. But some of it. But then when men won't be loved how they won't be loved, sometimes that might not work for the ladies. And all I'm telling people, men and women, you got to find the people who won't love you the way you won't be loved. And it's okay. 
even with family relationships. They don't want to treat you like you want to be treated. They won't rock with you. I tell people, if you don't come to my kid games, you're not getting that much from me. Sorry. It's just something, you know, I'm rocking with her. And if you say you rock with her too, then show me. I don't want to just hear that you love me. I want to see that you love me. I want to see that you love her. You know, little things like that for me is impactful. And I'm watching. I'm caring about those things. Because that's what really says something. So, we're going to be all right long as we be healthy. It's a long season. If we pace ourselves, we got a new coach. I'm feeling good. That's all I'm going to say. Now, I'm going to get into Draymond real quick. He was wrong. However, it's not my business again. And if they had a disagreement, then they had a disagreement. And men should be able to do things like men. Women should be able to do things like women if that's what they feel like they need to do. And then we respect the difference. We go about our business. Now, I promise you, I think Draymond is out. You know, I don't really know how close, close of a relationship he has with with Steph. I don't think it matters with Clay. I think with Steph, because Steph could keep him on the team as long as Steph wants. Steph could have whoever he wants on the team. That's how great Steph is. Just like a LeBron. They almost get to pick their teammates on the low. Which is great. But Draymond's starting to be an issue a little bit. Again, he come in with a lot of good, but as soon as somebody think you're replaceable, they're replacing you. You get what I'm saying? As soon as they see they're not happy with you and you're replaceable, then they don't care no more. Like, And that's what you learn. There's not that much loyalty. Now, he hoping he got the loyalty. But he did something wrong. He got it right as wrong. You know, but again, we don't know all the deets. We don't know what the argument was about. They said it was bickering all throughout the day or whatever. It's sports, man. You're going to argue. You just want a little more respect. So I think swinging on somebody is crazy, you know. But I don't know what kind of disrespect he has. So, I, you know, you wish you could get the feedback to be able to maybe better understand us, man. But they say he's stepping away. Again, they've been doing this. They've been having fights and scuffles. Some of your best players ever then had altercations, but there was no social media. Mm, that's why I hate it. Because now the good and the bad. Again, I don't hate it for the celebrities. Because you can't take people money. Want people to buy all your merch. Want people to support everything you're trying to sell them. Because you're always trying to sell them. The high-ass ticket prices to go to the concerts or whatever you're trying to sell like i get it and then you just don't want people to say nothing when you finally do something bad like everybody supposed to protect your privacy no nah, it don't work like that but that's why i'm i feel like god says it don't work like that now not me i think god says it don't work like that you can't have all the good and none of the bad that's what he said so how i take that is mm, don't be out here trying to go get all that good because you see some bad might come with it that you can't control and I don't like to be that exposed and vulnerable like that. I'm not chasing the dollar that much or the fame that much, you know, or the attention that much. I like being low-key. I used to tell y'all I only created this podcast just to talk to y'all, whoever y'all would be. So that meant whoever wasn't listening, it wasn't meant for them to hear. And I was cool with that. You know, it's just one of them things, like, you could have something that's exclusive. You can have something that's private but still be popular. 
And you see that, like, they make all these products be hard to get now. And the price go up because of the exclusivity. I'm like, mm. you know, I like that a little bit. So I don't know how I'm going to incorporate that all the way in my life, in my personal journey, in my growth. But I like what I'm seeing from being private more than I like what I'm seeing with people who being public. Because a lot coming with that. And you see... Yeah, they rich. But look, they look real stressed with all the extra dollars, you know. And that drama be affecting them dollars too. And I'm like, you can't give me this money and then take it away from me like that. that I ain't gonna know what to do, you know. Because then they gonna think they control. I ain't gonna like that. I wanna earn it. Let me work hard. Let me do it the right way, and not do it in a way that might could generate some negative feedback in a way that I know personally I'm not okay with. See, and that's what you got to know. You got to know yourself a little bit. And I know I don't like people talking about my business. Just like you got the Celtics coach. You know, that's crazy that that black man just took them to the finals. They was really close to winning, believe it or not. I thought they should have won. But there was a young team. It was the first year coach. First year he took them to the finals. You know, I was hearing a previous uh, broadcaster speak and say, none of the white men who was coaching them black boys before came even close. And in his first year, he was able to relate and, and get all them people on board. And they made it all the way to the finals. But then his personal dating life affected his job. Now, look, hey, y'all, y'all can't mess with anybody, people. You can't mess with anybody, woman or man. You you know, get your own man. Get your own woman. And he he had his own woman. I, you know. Now, look, I know Nia Long, famous actress, and, you know, played in a lot of classic black movies. I get that. Um, But... Let's let's not act like, you know, we know how perfect she is or isn't or, you know, I don't think her business need to be out there like that. But again, y'all make money off. Like again, I just think you can't just put only the good out and then the bad you hide. They don't work like that. Cause everybody go through things. It's just only the people who in that limelight have all their business out there. And see, that's what I say I don't want to do. I can't have all my business out there. So if I can't have all of it out there, I kind of don't want none of it out there <laughs> a little bit. So you got to be a little more selective. And you see people not as selective as they should be, I guess. They only want to be selective when it's time, when they got drama, really, when they got drama. So I feel for them, but. Looking a little deeper at the situation, it looked like he being, you know, attacked a little bit. It looked like he's, uh, it's not justified in how they've handled him in this case. You know, you would think he was sleeping with one of the teammates or something, like one of the players or something like, that might have been a scandal, I guess. I don't know. I, I just... I get it. He slept with the wrong woman's 
I mean, I get it. He slept with the wrong man's wife or somebody he liked or something like that. I don't know. You know, a lot of people weird out here thinking they could always go mess with somebody else person in front of them, you know, and everything going to be cool. Like people ain't going to be a little bothered, you know, especially if we have a relationship. I think that's weird. You know, I think you just can't go and just, if we work together and then I, I'm not talking to my woman no more, you can't talk to her either. Like that, or somehow they got to go. And that's what they told him. Bro, that just, you got to go. We can't, <laughs> you just violated, you know, the bro code a little bit or whatever, you know, like we just can't do that. You know, even I saw that Saturday Night Live. I don't remember the name, but Keenan, whoever his ex-wife is, is not dating one of his old castmates. I think that's foul. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that means you were plotting. Now, does it happen? It does. Can it happen? Yeah, it can. But should it? I probably not. A lot more people in the world. A lot of people in the world. You, you can move on, bro. You can find somebody else. You know, people be acting like it ain't but five of us out here. Why we got to keep rotating the same celebrities, the same. It's like, weren't you just with him? Oh, now you with the other rapper? Now you with another rapper? Like, come on, what we doing? But. You hate to see this for this man's career because he was a good coach. Um, and then the way they're trying to kind of limit him from even being able to go coach elsewhere. Like, he can't even go coach nowhere else right now at least. Because they ain't fired him. They just suspended him for the whole year. You know how long a year is? And what way? Where you going to go? He can't go back to Neil Long? Not right now. So... But if he did what he did, you know, now he ain't married. Let me throw that out there, too. Just a smidge. He not married. He ain't go before God and confess his love and till death do us part. He ain't do none of that yet. I know, I know, look, I know. We understand at this level. Yes, you go from dating to relationship to hopefully engagement to marriage, right? But sometimes it look like the standards and requirements that you got to do for dating is the same that you got to do for marriage. And I'm just trying to understand that. I think we got a little disconnect somewhere. You can only do what you're allowed to do. You can only do what you want to do. You're not forced to do none of that if you don't want to, if you don't believe in it. If you disagree, do something differently. Like, it's that simple. You know, and that's the thing I wish we would do more again as people. We would just not like everything about what was done before us in a way where we could kind of try to work harder to make it better going forward. One, to just be teaching our kids something it almost seems as though you know at one point we kept elevating every so often we getting better it's getting better but now it seems like it's getting worse starting to feel like it's, it's going backwards if trump get reelected, if they allow him to come in again 
I don't know what we're going to do, dog. It's going to be rough. If Stacey Abrams don't win, it's going to be rough. You know, we got to figure out how to work better together. We got to figure out how to stop worrying about the things that maybe don't support us like it needs to. You know, we need to start working better at those type of things. We need to start figuring those type of things out. You know, and I, I think we can. I really do. I really think we can. I think we will. You know, but you got to understand where you're strong at. You got to understand where you're weak at in order to know where you need to be moving forward at. Because how you moving forward doing the same weak stuff that ain't working. But again, that starts with accountability. So hopefully you figure that out. So hopefully we can all get better sooner than later. 